Hey guys, welcome to Siobhan's John. I'm Siobhan and today I have with me my aunt Janetta from Jink Till We're Married and it is the final John. Thanks for listening guys. Dance flow. You here now, might as well let it go and bust a move. Drop, shake, jump, step, slide. Bust a move. Twist, wave, dip, Well, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, because I've been in a relationship. This was like, gosh, it was like when I first moved to Charlotte. And we weren't, I guess, officially in a relationship. And it wasn't moving. So I kind of broke it off with him. Well, didn't even really tell him what was going I think I ghosted him. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And, but the thing was, it was like, I had, um, he had me set up his email for him and he was emailing other women. So yes, I checked his email. (laughs) Why did he have you set up the email? And then why did you change the password? Incompetence. Right. So I saw that. So I kind of like, I didn't even confront him about it. I just moved on. And it's like, he ended up dating her. They actually got married too. So. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Whatever. Good for them. Uh, listen, <laughs> he's short. So good for him. <laughs> he was shorter than you? He was shorter than, no, he was probably like 5'9 or 5'10. Oh, he's short. I'm 5'8". Right. So I was always wearing flats. Men don't even understand the things we do to allow them to feel manly. They really don't. They don't. (laughs) They have no clue. (laughs) At all. I think my... Okay. Do you have a toxic trait, Antonetta, that you probably already mentioned? I know. I, I'm toxic. I don't know. I don't I would say I don't have a toxic trait, but let's be honest. I might be a little toxic, just in general. Like looking at this last relationship, it's been something. And I find that because I'm trying to do things different than I have in the past, I feel like I'm allowing it to be this whole situation to be toxic. Okay. If that makes sense. Like without like it makes sense to me because I know what's going on. Right, right. (laughs) I haven't put my foot down. I haven't, you know, demanded certain things. And that's just not me. I think my toxic trait could be that I'm very nonchalant. Like, oh, it is what it is. Yes. And it can lead a person to one think you don't care about them or that you're not invested in the relationship. And like they always say, actions speak louder than words. And I like to believe my actions are expressing that. But then at the same time, because I'm so like, it's whatever. Right. They probably aren't. They probably, yeah, it's not good. But it's also, again, making sure you're showing love in the way the person receives it. So, you yeah. You need to be more vocal about that. I know. But like, how you can't- am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? I do a lot of, I mean, a lot of nice things for people. Because that's just how I am. But it's like, dude, if you need to see it in a different way, let me know. That's a big thing. Because I remember I used to talk to this guy. And we didn't date or anything. But in his mind, he was doing all the right things. He was calling me. 
you know, checking up on me, whatever. I don't like to talk on the phone. Oh don't my gosh. I hate it. So I'm not really a fan of the phone either. But I have made concessions because the last guy, he was like, oh, you don't like talking on the phone. I was like, no, I don't like calling people and they don't answer. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't answer, I don't call you. That's just how it works. (laughs) Oh my God. But I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge talker on the phone. You sound like Jimmy Chapman right now. That is my father. I know. Like, I'm not calling you because you don't pick up. Like, oh my God. It's the truth. I don't like to be ignored. That's valid though, because people like me, I'm at least now, I'm not really by my, well, because of this whole pandemic, that's not true. But like before I wasn't really by my phone anymore. Like okay. I'm really trying to be 100% present I'm like that with too. Whoever I'm with. Yeah. And so the only time I really pull up my phone is like taking a selfie, got food, taking a picture, <laughs> gotta eat it, whatever. Sounds like you're on your phone a lot. <laughs> I'm not, I swear. But I'm not on my phone. So if you're always calling me and I'm always missing it, I'm not ignoring you, I swear. But they don't think that. No. And my whole thing is text me first, make an appointment. That's true. Don't be facing people out of the blue. It's rude. Oh my gosh, it's so rude. rude. Why do people do that? Because they have no home training. None. Zero. It's like, I'm busy. I may not even have a shirt on. Like, <laughs> that's what usually happens to me. I'm not dressed. Don't just pop up on my phone. <laughs> so your toxic trait <sighs> is that you are toxic. <laughs> no, wait, what did I say? Nonchalant. My, I'm nonchalant. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even drinking. I can't remember what I said. But yeah, I think I'm a little Yeah, a little toxic. What's I'm good toxic at finding people toxic traits. Are you? I'm really good at it. What's yours? Me? Yes. I'm I'm so I will I have no shame. <laughs> so I don't care. I will go through your phone. I don't. I just don't. Care. Oh gosh! I will. I have no shame. And then because you can't even flip it on me. If I find something, you can't be like, "Oh, but you went through my phone." I'd be like, "Yep. What's next?" <laughs> so what causes you to go through someone's phone? I always get like a tingle, like my spidey senses be tingling. Okay. Okay. Like, I'll never be like, oh, what you up to today? Like, I'm right. not busy. Well, the reason I ask that is because I also feel like if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. That is very true. So that's why I asked that. Because <laughs> you, like, especially with text messages, you can turn it into whatever you want it to sound like in your head. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. Think, I know women. Mm-hmm. And I think I also know men and like the way that they think. And They're so, so stupid and oblivious, but anyway. Exactly. Like there will be some woman, let's say completely random and made up. Let's say there's a girl, right? And she's messaging 
some guy, let's say he really likes movies. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh my God, like I saw this movie and like, this is what I thought about it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, cool. Like we're talking about movies. She ain't talking about movies. <laughs> she's not. She knows you like movies. So she's talking about movies. People, you know, you make stuff up if people have an interest in it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now with social media. Oh, I saw this post about, no, you didn't. <laughs> Pull it this back up. Of you. Mm, I'm sure. <laughs> We're very toxic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're very demanding. We're very, well, I think it's that we know what we like and don't like. Exactly. And if you just have to fit into that. Exactly. Yes. Which I think is terrible, though. (laughs) It could be. But I mean, so I guess on the flip side of that, would I date myself? Yes. Okay. I'm single. So (laughs) what's really going on? (laughs) Would you date a toxic man? Aren't they all? True. Just kidding. (laughs) Not really. No, but really. So I feel like the last relationship I was in, I think he's very selfish. And to this day. Right? And I think it's hard, at least for what I think. It's like when you bring your family around, or when you bring a guy around your family, I mean, And now let's say you guys break up or you're having a thing that really is only understood between you two, but you don't really understand it. And now it's like you have all these opinions from everybody else, from either your friends or your family. And then it gets to the point where you're like, I don't want to hear them. They're still having those opinions and having those conversations, but you're not. I'm sure I'm I'm like the topic of the family, but it's whatever. (laughs) Exactly. You know me. You know me. I don't care. Nonchalant. <laughs> oh my god, I'm What was yours? What was yours? Me? Yes. Oh, I have no shame. I have no shame. <laughs> Nonchalant. No shame. I'm like, yep, they're talking. I don't care. It's fine. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, I will make the decision that's best for me. And I mean, I'm the only one that has to live with that decision every day. So I think, I don't know, this used to be like a meme. And I'm trying to remember it was like, one side was the guy and one side was the girl. And like the girl, like right after the breakup, you know, sad, brokenhearted. And then it like, as it goes on, she starts getting better. Like she like starts, you know, getting back to routine. But on the guy's side, after the breakup, he's like, "Woo, living life, doing me, you know, disregard females, acquire currency type of thing." And and then he's as it goes on, he gets like worse and worse and worse and sadder and sadder. And I feel like that is so true because they start to realize like, "Oh, I have this great woman," and like now. I, I have lost her. Yeah. And then it's also ego because in pride, because my whole thing is if you have changed a change of heart, then you should communicate that. But it also, you have to be vulnerable. And I think a lot of people aren't really 
ready to be vulnerable in relationships. So that also makes it hard. Yeah. I wrote about that when I wrote about it. <laughs> because I feel like, at least for me, like people were always like, oh, I really got hurt in this one relationship. So now for the next ones, I'm really going to guard myself up and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's like, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. Like, right. be, you have to be you know, all in. Yeah. Exactly. You exactly. have to, or you'll just always wonder, you know. But yeah, but it also takes the other person communicating to you that you aren't kind of being all in or, you know, because sometimes you don't realize it. Sometimes it's just yeah. like you're guarded, but you still think you're sharing and you're really not. So I think it's like a process, like letting people in like a little bit at a time. Oh, absolutely. Because to trust them. Trust. That's it trust yeah which is hard it's, it's really hard i think it's harder when we don't trust ourselves and what we're seeing in that person yes there was this right? um i'm gonna send it to you there was like this video and it's this girl it's the same girl i don't know if you've already seen it i don't know if it's on instagram but i saw it on twitter and it's like this girl and she'll be like my brain and then like logic and like she's like when talking to a guy she's like my brain is telling me one thing my lady parts are telling me another thing. My heart is telling me one thing. And they're all having this big discussion. No, I haven't seen that. I have to send it. It's so funny. And it's true. It's so true. It is so true. Ugh. I mean, I know I go through it all the time. I do. My mom just texted me. She's like, I'm on, I'm on with your grandma. House party. Probably. She's like, I'm on with your grandmother and she's a trip with the crying laughing face. They must be on the phone because I don't see them in house party. Oh my gosh. Those two are a lot to handle. That's another thing. When you have, and I feel like for our family, I feel like I'm getting off on so many tangents. Like we have like, I feel like we're all very similar, Mm -hmm. but all very different and I so I think sometimes like there could be one point that we're arguing and let's say it's the same but we're coming at it from different angles yes. and it seems like it you're arguing something else it happens all the time did that happen when we were in California I think it did yeah I think the whole problem with that is and I'm trying to do better at this is listen instead of being listen to hear and not to respond Perfect. like i just have to and also just it's not about winning the argument do you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's not about winning when you just say i got my point across whether the person understands it or agrees it doesn't matter unless it's something that you know like i don't even know when it would matter if i'm arguing with someone because if it's about my life, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. And if it's about right. their life, they're still going to do whatever they want. House party last weekend when we were talking about your hair. Oh, right. <laughs> so I wanted to, I'm probably not anymore, honestly, but I was thinking about dyeing my hair. And I already knew, because I have the most amazing women in my life, but they're very, <laughs> they have a lot of opinions. And so 
they were pretty much saying the same exact thing. Like you guys were, like you guys were saying pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But I feel like if it's from the angle that you come at, it sounds like it's something completely different. I think it's, so when you're, it's almost, so when you're speaking to someone, if they, have you read um, The Four Agreements? No, I haven't. You have to read that. I'll send it to you. I love those books. Don Miguel Ruiz or Don Ruiz Miguel. Anyway, Be Impeccable in Your Word is one of them. And it's basically, you have to be clear in your communication, but also the person has to want to receive it. And I think what happens a lot in our family is we're all very headstrong. (laughs) And like you said, if you don't say it the same way as the person says it, they either, depending on who it's coming from, think you're being combative or you want to argue or, you know what I mean? So I think we all know how to get under each other's skin. And when I say that, it's really mm-hmm. me, my sister, my mom, because, well, yeah. I, I, do, I can get under your uncle's skin too, very easily. Oh. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it's like, you don't know what that person's going through or, you know, where their headspace is. Mm-hmm. It will be on the defensive and they really shouldn't be. Right. Which I think annoys me with family because why would you think I'm doing anything purposely to hurt you? And I think things that they haven't resolved within themselves or that they never spoke up about. Yeah. And it festers. I had to go, I went to therapy um, two years ago after that last breakup. And it's funny that she actually pointed out things from my childhood that I never really paid much attention to because I am the youngest of, you know, Mima's babies. And they basically bullied me. And yeah. it I never thought of it as being bullied because I'm the youngest. So you expect to get picked on and this and that, but that's not normal. <laughs> so that's something that I can see now, and obviously I wasn't there, obviously, but Mm -hmm. it's something that I definitely picked up on. And this was Christmas, maybe like a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember, I think it was, I think it was uncle Brian and he was saying something like he was making jokes about something. And I'm like looking around, like, this is not funny. Like, right. His, traumatic for any that would be traumatic for somebody my age let alone a child Mm -hmm. and it was it was it was some something super it was like a weird like colorism like oh gosh yes i had to live with that my entire life (laughs) that is a pod we should definitely do i know definitely yes i would agree (laughs) i would definitely agree (laughs) So many examples. It's weird, like family dynamics. And like, you don't really think of like your family as people who could potentially like have like lasting traumatic effects on you, but they can. And how you, how you take that on as an adult and how it manifests itself into your relationships with your friends, as well as your significant others. But yeah. Yeah. This is a breakthrough. 
It is. Snaps all around. <laughs> oh my God, I loved this. I know. I always enjoy speaking to you though. This is the final one. This is it. The last <laughs> dance. <laughs> dance. My movie. The last dance. It was great when I was little, but looking back, what was Julia doing? <laughs> Those dances she did were horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. I always forget they can't see me. I was dancing. I know. I know. I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm definitely going to continue it. Yes. And let me know whatever help you need. You know, I'm here to help you out, get you going. We're going to be chatting. Yes. Yes. And you guys have to follow Siobhan's drawn and make sure you stay up to date on her life because I know she is about to be amazing. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And got to listen to Drink Till We're Married. Yes. Some great Drink Great stuff. <laughs> you got to do your next episode. Yes, we do. I actually need to get in contact with Kendra because, well, I have one I need to edit. So I've been slack. I need to edit this episode. I know. Not really, though. Not really. Not lately. <laughs> uh, no, I can't even, I can't even front. I, seriously, I get off work and then I'm like dead to the world. But yes, new episode coming this week. This week. It's an yes. end of an era. This is an end of an era, but a beginning of a new one. Amen. Amen. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you. I know you're thinking of it, going to make you sure. They will. They don't know it now, but they will. <laughs> they will. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. She whispers, say she tree high. She came about her section, she not.